you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> this is sponsored by Shimmer Hair Boutique and Barbershop. Finding a hairstylist these days can be tough. You want someone skilled and affordable, and then you want someone who you don't have to wash and blow dry your hair before you actually come to the salon. When I need to trim, cut, color, or whatever, I'm making my appointment at Shimmer Hair Boutique. Shimmer Hair Boutique and Barbershop is a full-service black-owned salon located in Baltimore. Their licensed staff members take pride in making sure every client leaves satisfied with their work and service. They specialize in hair care, color, and haircut designs, but offer a plethora of other services. Check out Shimmer Hair Boutique and Barbershop at 7019 Harford Road. Make your appointments today and remember to be beautiful. I feel like it started right after you did that. Hello. Is that better? Hey, guys. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. <laughs> and I'm... Sydney bothered me right before the show started. Oh, my God. And she threw my energy off. We all know there's several planets in retrograde, and that is severely impacting me, so I just feel extra sensitive right now. And she threw my mood off. So, I just feel a little off right now, guys. Be careful about that retrograde, though. It's like five different planets right now. You know? Anyway, I'm fine. My weekend was chill. I needed it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's not a season to make, uh, uh, what is it, rash decisions. Mm -hmm. And also, be aware, because your past likes to revisit. Huh? Huh? (laughs) Huh? So, if someone is popping up that haven't been around in a while, that's that retrograde. Don't fall for it. That's that retrograde. (laughs) Be careful. Retrograde. I know. That's exact. I just had a personal, what is it? Epiphany. Epiphany just now. Watch out for that retrograde. (laughs) Sydney. Um, my weekend was good. Um, I was it was a real productive week. I turned off my phone Friday, and for a good amount of the day Saturday. Is that and why I, I didn't hear from you? I think I spoke to you last night. We gotta work on our friendship, <laughs> but that's another conversation. Um, I turned off my phone Friday. I was supposed to have it off till today, but I ended up because. I, I turned it off, and then, like, every couple hours, I was turning it on just to um, make sure nothing was going crazy. But um, Saturday night, I was like, I'll just keep it on, and I still didn't talk to some people. But um, I got a lot of stuff done. I had, like, a list of 17 things to do this weekend, like, for my business, for me personally, a bunch of stuff. And I got, like, 14 and a half things. And, like, the things that are left off, like, they didn't really, like, absolutely need to get done this weekend, like... Watching the whole season of Orange is the New Black, I didn't absolutely need to do that. I finished Orange is the New Black. Yeah, I'll I'll do that maybe this Friday, but I actually finished um, the last season of um, Last Chance You, and then I watched the whole season of uh, Seat Seatbelt Psychic. So I just chose to watch other shows. So the fact that I didn't do that on my list is not that big of a deal. Um, but so yeah, it was a really, really productive weekend for me. 
Um, so I might need to turn my phone off like one week in a month and get a bunch of stuff done because it was it was a good weekend. Can't you just put your phone down and not? Mm-mm, that don't work for me. <laughs> I know myself because that's, that's like good. in group me when I leave group. They be like, can't you just hide it? No, because one, you the notifications still be there, which is which is annoying. Group me, y'all need to work on that. But um, I know myself. I go over there and look, peek in it, and right. then hide it again. <laughs> So no, just turning off my phone. Well, and like if I tell yourself, then yeah, that was that's what works. It was way more productive, and you know I got a lot of stuff done, and like it's gonna make this week coming easier because I got so much stuff done this weekend. So I just put it on silent and flip it over, mm-hmm. but I also do that a lot more often mm-hmm. than you do. Yeah. yeah, and I've gotten better so that people don't worry. I eat. Sydney. <laughs> no, seriously, because so me and Shanae, we usually communicate through group me, but I will text her real quick, like, um, <laughs> what is going on? There's a time where I was in a space where I just needed some space, but I did not respond to her in a manner that she felt comfortable with. I feel like it was like two days. It was like two days, and she literally. Like, can didn't you like drive by? I did. She did a drive by. Cause I had texted her. She still didn't respond. I think I called. She still didn't answer. And my but phone like, was at this point. It was on silent, flipped over, and it was like yeah. in a drawer. I literally was. It's not like I was ignoring it. Well, mm-hmm. to the degree and I was. I think wasn't you home alone that weekend or something? Yeah. So I was like, I'm driving by the house <laughs> because I'm like, she could be in there dead by herself. Like these are the things that start going through my head. So I'm like. Let me just drive by so it's like I can feel like I did my duty as a friend. And so I drove by. I think her room light was on. And like, I, you know how like if someone's TV is on, you can see stuff moving on the window. I was like, okay, so maybe she watching TV. <laughs> Hopefully she alive watching TV oh, and the goodness. TV not watching her. Uh, anyway. But that gave me comfort. And so I went back home. <laughs> when I realized. I should have knocked on the door like, um. <laughs> I'm probably going to answer like, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, I'm here to make sure you alive. I realized after that, because it wasn't my purpose to make anyone worry. That, right. And so after that, when I feel like I need an extended amount of space, I always tell Sydney. I don't mm-hmm. have to tell any of my other friends. <laughs> But I always tell Sydney so that she doesn't worry <laughs> and feel like something's wrong. Yeah. So it's good to know that if she does not hear from me, she'd be the first one who would find my body. Okay. No, seriously. I, and, and vice versa, because if I didn't hear from her, right. I remember one time I was like, you better respond to me or I'm calling your mother. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So we do that. And that's fine. I feel like when I drove, I was in my pajamas and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was not playing games. It's nice to know that if they don't hear from me, they're on the streets. And it's, it's convenient that it's only 10 minutes away from my house. It's not like I had to like drive that the is bathroom. true. But yeah, so now I know not to do that. <laughs> anyway, moving into our top. We need a phrase. Because I don't want to say hot topics because that's Wendy Williams. Mm-hmm. We say media topics. But I, I want to marinate on something catchy. Okay. Our good and bad news. Okay. Something like that. Let's we work on, work on it. <laughs> Next episode, we'll, we'll have it. Okay. So, um, so Madden 19. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With YG song, Big Bang, which I love that song, by mm-hmm. the way. They um, kind of blinked out 
Colin Kaepernick's name in yeah. Sean's verse. Yeah. And Sean, Big Sean and YG spoke out mm-hmm. just saying how disappointed they were. They they didn't have any prior knowledge. Right. They didn't let them know. Right. And then eventually, after they were attacked mm-hmm. and swarmed mm-hmm. by comments, emails, tweeters, they said they made an unfortunate mistake with their Madden what NFL soundtrack. Members of our team misunderstood the fact that while we don't have the rights to include Colin Kaepernick in the game, that doesn't affect soundtracks, they said in a statement. They said it should have never happened, and they apologized to Colin Kaepernick, YG, Big Sean, and um, as players and fans. And so they're going to update the song with his name. So my thing is... <coughs> wasn't no, wasn't a mistake. Nah, there wasn't a mistake. <coughs> but I knew what y'all was doing. Right. And I guess maybe they thought people wouldn't pay attention. Nah, niggas, we saw it. People can hear the song now. Right, and like, we know the words. And we know and the like, words. We not stupid. So, they're trash. And they're like, Charlamagne, not Which Charlamagne. Which we knew they was trash. Um, that's another story. Well, yeah. <laughs> they call for like, a ban. Mm-hmm. Instead of paying fifty nine nine five for the game. To donate. To donate it. I Sorry, y'all. I'm getting a cough drop, so I'm not coughing on episode. I don't play Madden 19, so I don't. I don't. Yeah. I was never gonna spend my money on that. No how. Right. Anyway, but for anybody else, I challenge you. Yeah. Um, this would be another season of me not watching football. Right. And I'm pretty used to it at this point. Yeah, that's what somebody asked the other day. They was like, "Cause I think did a game come on up? Yeah. <laughs> this how I, I have no knowledge. Play. And so, um, like everybody at work was wearing um jerseys and stuff. And then somebody asked me if I was watching. I was like, I think I'm boycotting again. But it's like, honestly, I didn't even know the game was coming up. Like, I didn't even know. So it's like, I kind of just, I forgot about it. <laughs> like, well, I knew football season was coming up again. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, now the rule they are attempting to put, put in place just mm-hmm. lets me know that I can continue not to watch. Right. And no, some people are like, well, that doesn't really make, that's not really impactful. It's impactful when a lot of people do it, folks. Right. That's just the whole point. Right. Just how people say, oh, your vote don't matter. It does. Mm-hmm. When there's a lot of people who do something, mm-hmm. it matters. Mm-hmm. So I'll continue. And if people and people who want to watch it, go ahead. I ain't going to shame you. Right. I'm right. not the person like, how dare you watch it? I'm not going to say nah. anything. Right. Do your thing. Same. And my uncle always has like a game party outside. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go because he made... Real good crab balls. <laughs> but I'm just not going to watch the game. Oh, I'll be in the I house. Want a crab ball. <laughs> You're welcome to join. Okay. <laughs> I'm going for the crab balls and liquor. <laughs> and ribs. There are good ribs. <laughs> they have great food. I'm going for food and family fellowship. Well, honestly, I feel like if anyone, if like you can't boycott, it's better to watch in a group. Because then that means only one TV. It's, it's getting the viewership. That's so it's true. like, if you're going to do it, I would rather y'all all get up together at one person's house. Because then all true. y'all not watching at your own house. So yeah, have the parties. Yes, do it. Why well, I, I will be at that party <laughs> eating crab balls. <laughs> eating crab balls. So, um, I just want to do some some mentions before my last story I want to talk about. Because okay. that'll be more of a discussion. Yeah. One, Drake's video and my mm-hmm. feelings came out. Super cute. Did you see it? Mm, Yeah. I liked it. I thought Mm. it was very cute. Um, And I feel like even though people played it to death, it's still a bop. Like, I still, like, I'm not annoyed with it. So, Mm. I feel like even though I've seen the challenge and it's always on, well, I don't really listen to radio that much, but Mm. 
it's always on. It's still a vibe. Like yeah. I still like it. I still bust it down when it come on. So love it. Yeah, same. Love it. Um, another just a big shout out to LeBron. His I Promise School. Yes. It's open. It's free tuition, free uniforms, free bicycle and helmet, free transportation within two miles, free breakfast, lunch, and snacks. The pension for family. This is the this is the part that was really just awesome. Mm-hmm. Was doing the GED and job placement services for, for parents, parents. Yeah. and guaranteed tuition to um, to mm-hmm. university mm-hmm. first student who graduate. I mean, wow, the school looks phenomenal, mm-hmm. and what he's doing is phenomenal. That's and amazing. I just yeah. applaud him. And I it's was, a public school like it's just it's great, yeah, and I it. hope that. More people in that position mm-hmm. can do more of that because we need more of that. And I'm not saying, I mean, people do what they want, but I just think it's amazing. And I certainly know if I can ever get in that space, I would do a lot for my community. Mm-hmm. And I hope that I can one day. And that's why Something I Something like of that magnitude. It's they just can, dope. They can never say that that man didn't give his all to that city and continue to give his all to that city. Absolutely. Um. So it's like, even though he left, shut up. Because he's still giving to that community. Like... He's still making sure that the community that he grew up in and that he was raising that he cares about so much um, doesn't go without. So it's just dope. I just and I've always liked LeBron for outside of basketball (laughs) is why I've liked him. Mm -hmm. Him as a family man, him Mm -hmm. as a husband. You know, I love his TV show. Like you know, I love Savannah. I I still do. I know. So this just makes me love him more. Mm And I just think it was awesome. And I yeah. hope that more people's status are inspired to just give back to people in need. Because, mm-hmm. you know. But while we're on the topic, did you see the tweet from Trump about it? I did. So the thing about it is, I mean, we know he's like, it's like childish. Well, yeah. Anytime. And the thing is, you know, once again, the real thing is you're the president. You shouldn't even have time to even be worried about this. You, mm-hmm. you, you starting stuff with other, na- I mean, there's so much other stuff you'd be worried about. So mm-hmm. it's the fact that it's like, are you watching these interviews when someone said they don't want to sit down with you? Right. Or, or is your, is your assistant telling you when people say something mean about you? I mean, right. do you know what I mean? And the thing is, it's like outside before he was the president, you like LeBron. So, I mean, <laughs> I right. you know what I mean? It's yeah. just, it's clear. He just, his feelings get hurt so easily. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then when he made this, like, oh, I like Mike. And then Mike put out a statement saying... Oh, well, he did? He did, saying that he supports LeBron and thinks it's amazing that what he's uh, doing in his community. His, even his wife came out and made a statement about Because I was waiting supporting. for him to say something. I didn't know he said it. Yeah. He put out a statement through his publicist. And basically praising LeBron for what he has done. Right. His own wife, mm-hmm. Trump's wife, even came out and praised oh, yeah. him for what he yeah. has done. Yeah. And so, just stop. we all know she a hostage, but it's okay. But I'm just saying, like... <laughs> Honestly, mm-hmm. it should be well done or nothing at all. Like, right. just stop. Right. Yeah. It's, it's so just, please vote in November. <laughs> yes. Mid-term. These midterm elections are so important, people. Y'all don't mm-hmm. even understand. Yeah. Please, 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 please mm-hmm. vote. Yeah. You and know what I mean? January. And if you're out of state, get that. Make sure you get your absentee stuff together. Like, right. get it all together. Because I'm going to do early. Yeah. I'm going to do early voting, but I'm just saying... Look at there's so many different ways. Just look into it and please vote because mm-hmm. this election is, to me, 
so 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 and, so important and be informed because then in january people are going to start announcing if they're running right so like it's just time to just pay attention be informed. pay attention and all my obama lovers he has endorsed several people mm-hmm. so look up if you rolling with the obama train <laughs> like i am um you can look up who's he endorsed and just look up just the stuff like you said just be informed mm-hmm. especially about your county where you're living yes yeah. The local sometimes impacts you more than mm-hmm. some of his decisions, mm-hmm. frankly, mm-hmm. for some of us. So just, that's all I can say. The more he tweet, I'm like, please, y'all, vote. <laughs> and lastly, um, before we get to the last, like, discussion, mm-hmm. you know, Demi Lovato had her yeah, overdose. Yeah, forgot to mention that last week. And so she, she actually put out a statement today on Instagram mm-hmm. just saying that, um, just thanking her family, her friends, and... Um, saying she's going to have to take some time to heal. So I've, I've liked Demi Lovato since I think maybe her sophomore project. When she got more poppy, less rocky, yeah. is mm-hmm. when I got on the Demi Lovato train. So and her always, documentary was really good. Very good. I've always loved her music. Her last album was bomb, bomb, bomb.com. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I felt bad when this happened. Yeah. That she fell off. And that happens. I mean, um, when you're sober, that isn't an end-all, be-all. Right. It's a lifetime thing thing of work to stay in a good place. And especially in the work environment that she is in, Mm -hmm. where she has easy access to that type of stuff. Right. I know it's not easy. So I hope she gets well. And what I didn't like, and I'm going to mention this briefly, was all these comparisons between her fall and Lamar hers and we, and we I don't I'm know just why like why do, do what are we doing why, why do we always do, to be like well y'all supportive of Diddy but y'all weren't of Whitney first of all just let's just talk about the time when things was happening when Whitney some of her downfall we were children right. nobody was there was no Tinder Tinder <laughs> uh, Twitter Facebook do you know what I mean so like even some of the visible outpour of response you see on social media it didn't exist then first mm-hmm. of all mm-hmm. second of all because it didn't exist how can you measure and, and I think it would have existed because not to again, not to compare people, but I'm almost certain more people love Whitney than Demi. Like Whitney is more <laughs> like, she, no, but Whitney is more of a global Yeah, like she has more on. of a reach. So I'm yeah. like you you're comparing two different eras and yeah. even with Lamar. I saw a lot of outpour of yeah. hope he gets better. Yeah. Hope, you know, so it's just like, but again, like he's in a different industry. So the outpour from there was more sports fans. His team. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just feel like why are we always want to debate. Just hope she get better. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. I just, I don't get it. All <laughs> right. So the last thing I actually want to talk about is Slim Thug. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about this? Nope. Okay, so I ain't heard about Slim Thug since Check on It. Whoa, <laughs> which was a bomb song. Slim say. Thug was on radio and he was doing an interview, and there was a sound bite that went out, kind of, and he gave an example of Sierra and Russell Wilson. Why do I hate on them? Basically saying, and if I'm wrong, y'all tell me I'm wrong, but what I took from it mm-hmm. was kind of saying that, you know, when a certain type of women like the thuggy type of guy, i.e. like a future mm-hmm. versus he kind of called him like the corny guy like Russell. Mm-hmm. He felt like moving toward, making a Russell move in that relationship is more for like financial gain and stability oh, for children please. and stuff like that. And so... Well, who don't want stability? Duh. Like, First I don't of all, who don't that. want? I, <laughs> right. 
right, all right. So then Sierra kind of did a very classy, shady comeback of um, on her page about you know what's cool and having a man that's a family man that's mm-hmm. loving that's like that's her cool that's the type of person she's yeah. with and she may not have always thought that and I don't think there's anything wrong with but he's basically saying that her move was to just for a the type thing. of like corny guy like Russell and then he did a, a video again apologizing and he just used him as an example he shouldn't have but he was trying to say that like women who kind of like that thug type don't just stop liking it so when they go to this type he said it ha- it's typically for financial gain or simply for their children blah, blah, blah. making it seem like it's less about love but more about other things but first of Sierra all Sierra dated Bow Wow he ain't no thug so come again but, like. I, but, my, <laughs> but the, the thing that I want to say is that I thought was dumb is when you're getting in a relationship especially when you get to marriage it is more than love so his statement was dumb you absolutely wanna, should want to pick a partner if how are they financially how are they with kids? With kids, whether they're going to be the father of the kids, or you already have a child. I'm like, right. that's a part of creating a partnership with someone. You don't just look at love, love. I think we've, I mean, we've learned mm-hmm. that that's not sufficient to keep a relationship going. What's nowhere. love got to do? With How about it? That's not what <laughs> typically ruins a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I just was like. It was just ignorant. Yeah, love will usually try to keep you there when you should. Right, when you need to go because those other factors are not in line and, and you're not mm-hmm. in a healthy place. Right. And so I just thought, ignorant. I just thought it was such an ignorant comment. It's Slim Thug Mary. Well, I know he cheated on Latoya Luckett. Oh. <laughs> that's the last person I knew he was with. Right. That was years ago. Well, I was like, she, that's the she's married and pregnant. She married go ahead, girl. Go ahead, girl. Which she did kind of quick because she was just married to the other guy um like a year and a half ago. But but they gotta know they were only married for like a second. I do, I always wonder what happened with that. Well, he was on Breakfast Club and they spoke about it a little bit. But he didn't go in detail mm-hmm. like because I saw. But that. it was really just they moved too quick. Like they was caught up in love and they thought they oh didn't this think would be about everything they didn't through. even live in the same city before they got married and so then after they got married and they started living together and then he already has kids. It was just like Too we didn't real. consider all of these factors. We were just so in love that we hurried up and got married. And so that's kind of why they was like, oh, take step back. Because yeah, they, just did they it moved too quickly. Yeah. Um, but I think her current, hus- her husband now, I'm not sure they were together, but too long. But I also feel like maybe she learned and maybe had some of those conversations earlier. earlier. So even yeah. if she felt that type of love, she knew that we need to get something straight before yeah. we move forward. But um, I just thought kinda, it was dumb. I'll come back to that um, when we get to our topic, but that I just, ties into the topic. I just thought that was dumb. Yeah. And I also feel like you can change your type. That does exactly go with our topic for today. <laughs> to me, I feel like there is no type. And I feel like life lessons can can help you. And change get, what you want. And change what you want and what you need. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's part of the dating experience. Um and going through some of the blunders mm-hmm. is you finding, learning things about yourself and learning, like, I like this, I don't like this. So, like, just for example, Sierra's, like, she, her song says it all. She did level up. She was with someone who, I don't know him like that, but we'll who, just say, future? Future. he's had several relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, he has several different children by several different women and has hopped 
back and forth between these women, between the celebrity mm-hmm. women and the, the, the women. I just feel like I we don't know him. I but I'll say, say the energy, some of his actions that I've seen from my perspective. Well, what I was going to say, like, regardless mm-hmm. of the multiple women and multiple children, he doesn't seem to have grown or want to grow. <clears throat> and you can even tell that in his music. He seems like he's fine with where he's at, and he doesn't want to grow to be m- more mature or... <laughs> like, and I've seen tweets saying, like, Future makes music... Right, I was about to say that. Therapy is stupid. And that's exactly what and it I is. And I feel like... And so factual. it's just that he hasn't, he hasn't shown any factual. growth. Now, I don't know the man, so he could have grown and just not have portrayed it in the public, but... He's and then his music does not seem like he's grown to be a better person. But for me, even though I don't know Sierra either, mm-hmm. because of what I know from the way she was raised, I always thought it was weird that she was with Future. Mm-hmm. Like when they started dating, I thought, huh, that's interesting. Well, she dated Fifty Cent, Bow Wow. Bow Wow is not a thug, but I know that's why I said that. Earlier. But even Fifty Cent, I thought that was weird, weird because yeah. of. How she was raised and even her image in the public eye. And not just talking about her her sexual music, but we see her in interviews. She's just... So I always thought it was weird when she dated 50 Cent. I thought it was weird when she dated Future. I was like, this don't seem... It didn't seem like it was Because her initial image was very wholesome. Like, not my goodies. Like, that was her her image. And even as she's gotten more sexual in her music, she still has an air to her that makes you just feel like, I just didn't never... I couldn't imagine her dating them, and she did. So it is what it is. Well, I was gonna say because I don't know her either. I will say when they did date, they seemed happy at times. Like they seemed happy. No, I'm just with, saying from my when I first when like even going back when she did, I thought that was weird. I'm mm-hmm. like Sierra Fifty Cent. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I thought it was weird with her in Future, mm-hmm. but I also feel like she probably learned some very some very hard lessons. lessons with Future. I mean. Yeah. That was her first child with him. Yep, yep. You know, they were engaged. That didn't pan out. Mm-hmm. Um, she probably learned some lessons, mm-hmm. especially now having a child, mm-hmm. that she was like, I'm not going to do this again. Right. I'm not going to put my son in a condition where it's not in a stable environment. Mm-hmm. I mean, they even remained... Um, I was about to say, you, she's the perfect example of... She learned it the she's first like, time. I'm not going to keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. She completely she's changed drastically... It. Changed, changed how she went about dating this last time around. Um, and now, this is not to say, like, oh, everybody needs to be abstinent so married. But what I'm saying is that she thought for her that it was best to do a drastic change, and it worked out for her. I don't see nothing wrong with that. I don't either. <laughs> and she's happy. Right. They're family. Mm-hmm. And people need to stop hating on that. And frankly, if he's corny, I want corny. Because <laughs> he... Um, I just want corny. If that is corny, <laughs> give me all of that. Someone who's like loving and affectionate and like would love a kid mm-hmm. so much that's not his. Mm-hmm. Got that coin in a bank. Let me get somebody corny <laughs> like that. Okay? And let me tell you something. My name will be dropped so quickly. 
and eggs would be cracked immediately. Yeah, so, it didn't okay. take them long at all. Huh. <laughs> they huh. had a baby before they went on their real honeymoon. Let me tell you something. Well, they did for like a year. I know. And I feel like that's probably And difficult. they did go on a honeymoon after the marriage, but she told him that wasn't a real honeymoon because it wasn't that long. But <laughs> so I'm just saying that was probably again. hard. Like, mm-hmm. especially when you weren't doing that. Mm-hmm. You're very attracted to someone. Right. You're yeah. spending lots of time with someone mm-hmm. and you're not going there. I'm sure as soon as they got, as soon as that thing was done, bangity bang boom. And people usually, when they wait until marriage, they the ones that be getting pregnant right away. I have a friend. They be banging it out. They got married, I want to say like June 22nd. That child is due like March 30th. I'm like, y'all did not waste a second, but they waited. And you see what like they ready to pop the thing out like but they yeah, also like, already in their 30s so they so just like they ready to start their family yeah, they like let's pop these babies out now i mean i just feel like if that's corny i want corny mm-hmm. that's all i'm saying <laughs> moving on um power we didn't talk about it last week yeah oh, i forgot that? i love crackhead this- kenny by the way he was my favorite i loved it <laughs> what I don't get it. Cause it was not, Kendrick's acting debut. He did a really good job. I feel like job. everyone was so hyped about him being a crackhead. <laughs> like, he did, I mean, he didn't have that many lines. I felt like, cool for him. But I just felt like people were so, oh my God, I was just, I mean, he was a crackhead. How, I, I mean, was all the way here for how it. How hard <laughs> is it to play a crackhead? It could be difficult. Okay. <laughs> I just think he did I'm not an amazing, actor. amazing job. He didn't have any lines. I just feel like we're putting so much. Like, seriously, I think it's dope that if he's interested in acting, mm-hmm. that's the start. He, you know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. And I hope he has a great career. So, it's like, I'm not trying to slam but I guess people's excitement, I just don't get. Because, like, it was literally like a cameo. It wasn't like. It's not like he's a repeat crackhead of the season. I want him to be a repeat If crackhead. he was, if that was his role for the whole season, then okay, because he got a recurring crackhead role. <laughs> this was like one episode. It was great. Some lines, some Spanish, poppy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was amazing. But I just felt like everyone was just so hype over it. But maybe I just missed the mark. But I feel like Power's not doing it for me this season anyway. Mm-hmm. When are we going to get somewhere? To me, this this episode today I watched, it's more of the same. More There's of just only like, two episodes left in the season. What are we doing? All is just like, they're just everyone's just investigating everyone. Somebody mm-hmm. find the pe- the final piece. Put somebody in jail. Shoot somebody. I mean, let's just do something. Somebody I was not happy to see Tyreek. He need to go to a school further away. Yeah, I thought that was further. I thought the school was, was further away. I thought it was. But clearly 50 at this time. He's still kind of in the city, clearly. Because I thought it was like a boarding school in like <laughs> Connecticut. Right. That's where I need him to be. So I'm sick of him. I'm sick of him and his little fake thug. I can't wait, wait. Just <laughs> shut up. You know what? And you should be lucky because you're being real rude right now. You should be lucky your parents still ride for you. Because what she could have did was say, you know what? I do know who did it. It was Tariq, my son, the one I would have preferred to die in the first place. She didn't answer. We know know what that meant now. She should have said, my son did it. She's never going to do that. She'll go to jail for him before that. I just, I'm just getting annoyed because I'm like, are we throwing everyone in jail? Because you got, uh, uh, they hide on Angela's tail. Mm -hmm. 
Then you got Teresi now having information. Tommy broke down and started sharing stuff with him. And poor Tommy is being played like a fiddle. Well, I hope in the back of his head, Tommy knows and he's going to play in the I know. It doesn't seem like I don't think so. I think it's the depths of my soul. I'm like, Tommy, you know. I think when Ghost called it, that pissed Tommy off more and kind of forced it. And then it's, but he's right. Ghost is actually right in this matter. And I think him like not saying rebelling against him but kind of yes and i feel like so you got teresi getting information on him it's like they're all working on one case honestly yeah Yeah, you got the asian dude on proctor Mm -hmm. so i just feel like proctor to be a lawyer and be fine i want him to be out of it because i feel like he got caught up in it in a way that he had no idea he was gonna get in that so i just feel like at this point Somebody find the last bit of detail and throw them all in jail. Cause let me I tell think you Angela one thing: Angela's gonna get locked up next week. Cause it's only two. Somebody gotta get locked up or die. Well, my thing is, Angela's not gonna get locked up and not tell the whole story. Like, cause my thing is, if I was Angela and I got caught, oh, everyone's coming down with me, honey. You know what I mean? If they have evidence that I did well, something, well, she told the whole story. Um, everybody literally is gonna be in jail. If I'm going to jail, okay. So is everybody else. Mm -hmm. I am not going to be in jail while I didn't cover up evidence for my lover's wife, for him and his friend who called me (laughs) (laughs) J-Lo. Everyone's going down, okay? And Dre is a low-down, dirty dog. And Dre is playing people so hard. Bruh, he just let the nigga get killed. Like, how? And I feel like... He's evil. He's pure evil. But I feel like that's going to catch up with him, too. Because, like... I need him to die. I'm tired of him. He's not going to die. None of these people are really going to die. He getting everybody else dead. Like, I do think it's going to catch up with him eventually. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's not because the sister knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Just like she said, blame it on someone else. Yeah. I feel like the sister knows. Mm-hmm. Because, let's be honest, she want to get her brother out. That's why she's not right. making as big of a deal right, like this. Right, right. So, I feel like when he's not use of her anymore then it'll be something but right now i feel like he don't even realize i think how she's playing him i think right. that's the only one part of this story he has not figured out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's how i feel mm-hmm. um anyway insecure comes back next week i'm excited we'll Me have too. some stuff and we know that Lawrence Hive members you gotta find someone else to obsess about right because he won't be on this season which right. makes sense because if in they're the not, real world, that's how it would be. If right. they're not getting back together, right. and it's clear that they're not, right. they had their closure. Mm-hmm. He don't. He has no need to be on the show. They're not banging now. We all know he could always come back around as a, but, because of the other friends being connected. But or even with Issa, but not oh, this yeah. season. Right. That's right. all I'm saying. It's just maybe the season finale. You know, you know what I mean? Like, let's just say. Maybe he came back season four. Maybe something happened season four, season mm. five. Who we know? You know what I mean? Like right. I feel like if they wanted him back, he'd take the check and come back. Yeah. But for what they've written for this season, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense for him to be around. Right. So I am curious to see where it go. I'm curious to see what will happen between her and Chocolate, little Chocolate Man. What's his name? Um, Daniel. Daniel. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see. One. What will happen with them? Mm-hmm. They're gonna I work out to or not? In real life. And then like I'm so curious man. about Molly and her. She was doing good and she backtracked. Yeah. Oh, and which one call I'm pregnant? Um, um, 
Amanda. Yeah, Amanda's character. Tiffany. Yeah, Tiffany. She's pregnant. I'm hoping that we can learn more about Tiffany mm-hmm. and the other friend. Yeah, because we don't know much about Because them. now, because I feel like that can expand the show a little bit. Mm-hmm. Even if we got like a little bit more snippets more, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that would be kind of cool to like, in season three, kind of adopt them in a little bit more with their relationship stuff. Right. I think that would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But... We'll see. We certainly will be giving updates yes. on our thoughts. Yes. And I love that show. Me too. Me too. I feel like my life is insecure. I mean. In it, another way. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, it is, it'd be mad accurate a good amount of the time. Do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes <laughs> it's like, wow, that is my life. Right, right. Yeah. And then it makes us feel like we're all together. I feel mm-hmm. like. Black Twitter, black, like we all just be together watching like, wow, this is life. Right, yeah. That's why I love it. That's true. All right, moving on. Our question of the week was, as soon as my phone, okay. Would you rather be held in high regard by your family and friends or be held in high regard by the general public? So we had a good amount of answers. Um, Toy Dot just said family. I don't care about other people's opinion of me. Freak of Nature said family and friends always gonna be haters in general public. And Headshot nineteen oh six responded to him saying they could always be haters in family and friends too. Snakes in the grass, which is true. Um, the big DM said general public. Headshot nineteen oh six said general public. Um, if I'm being held in high regard publicly, that means I'm representing my name, friends, and family as well because they are. And will be associated with me. The Wiz, I mean, I'm sorry. The Wise Pig said general public. Church in the Wild Pod said the public can sometimes put you in a better position to prosper for your family. Thinking long term, family will always be there and hold you to a standard. But opportunity in the public eye is fleeting. If you can choose either, it should be the latter, in my opinion, Rob. Reese P said family and friends, nobody else's opinion matters. Miss Megan Man said, family and friends for sure. They're the ones that you have to deal with the most. Um, Living 101 by M said, by the general public, I care about most of my family, but some are just, and then they put the sweaty emoji. So, Shanae, which one would you prefer? Mm, probably my family and friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's more important to me. And like, while, uh... You know, I like to think one day I will be famous for what I'm not sure yet. <laughs> That's not what I need. That's mm-hmm. not what will feed me. Mm-hmm. Um, feed my soul. Probably mm-hmm. feed my bank account. <laughs> but that won't feed my soul ultimately. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. I had a hard time answering. I'm going to go with family and friends. I'm surprised. <laughs> I could have sworn you would have said general public. No, nope, I'm going to go with family and friends. Um, cause I mean, that's what I already got. They already held me in high regard. Thanks guys. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'll just rock with that. Cause I don't need to be famous. I just need my bank account to look like I am. <laughs> so this is sponsored by Illuminated Paradigm Counseling and Healing. Hey girl, you don't seem like yourself lately. What's going on? Yeah, I've been going through a lot with my job and my family. I'm just stressed. So you've been doing some of that retail therapy, I see. You got a new bag and new shoes. Yeah, I just want to look good and feel good. Well, you look good, but how do you feel? I've been dealing with this stress for a long time, and it hasn't been getting any better. 
I know exactly what you mean. My therapist has been helping me through some tough times too. And I've been able to work through some situations I never thought I'd be able to on my own. Really? Who's your therapist? Kubala Duhart at Illuminated Paradigm Counseling and Healing. He helps men and women through anxiety, stress, and trauma. He always tells me, let's begin your journey to greatness. <laughs> How do I contact him? His number is 443-738-4724. Or you could just look him up on www.myipch.com. Thanks, girl. I'm going to make an appointment right now. So our topic for today, which we alluded to earlier, is about myths when dating. So it's about things that like people have always said about what to do when dating, but they may not be true and may not even be effective. So like the first thing that I thought of is like people say not to talk about religion or values or like beliefs that you're very strong on too early, which I don't agree with. I know in past instances with me, if we would have talked about it earlier, I would have been able to make better decisions earlier. You better so, speak your truth, sis. <laughs> and so I don't necessarily think, like, bring it up on the first date, but I do think if those are things that, like, are kind of deal breakers for you or are very close values to your heart, then, yeah, I would want to speak about it early. Like, if you're a Christian and they're atheist and you're dead set on dating a Christian, then I would think that you want to want to know that in advance before you start getting feelings. You know, that's just my thoughts on it. So I don't really agree with not talking about that too soon. I agree. Mm -hmm. I think the stuff that's really important to you, you should talk about early. Yeah. So you don't waste each other's time because sometimes you can acknowledge, you know, this is an area that I can't budge. Mm -hmm. And so you can kind of go your separate ways and go your separate ways peacefully. Yeah. Without being hostility mm -hmm. and you move on. Right, right, right. Um, so we did find some articles with it. So one said men should be more romantic than women. Um, they said that many people believe that um, the man is the one who's supposed to shower the woman with unwavering love, spoil her with good gifts and dresses and shoes. But women should be doing that too. First of all, I don't even get that. I period. was about to say, so I was never. Dresses and shoes. Oh my. <laughs> I mean, who doing that? Who doing that? Um, That's certainly, I mean... I think you feel figuring out how much to be like romantic, quote unquote, mm -hmm. depends on the person. So I feel like yeah. so if that's something you like, you put that in the atmosphere, put that out in the atmosphere, mm -hmm. and your partner should be receptive to that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So whether it's and everyone considers romance different things too. So that's it what I'm saying. Like you just need to. Um. The five love languages come in handy for this. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think I did have gifts for like, that was number three for me. Mm. I think like that was like four or five for me. That was three because mm -hmm. I think it was quality time, yeah. words of affirmation, Same. gifts, then it was acts of service, mm -hmm. and then it was something else. Whatever that last one is. I don't remember. <laughs> so you give me gifts because mm -hmm. clearly top three that's important for me. I don't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I just feel like... That's definitely a myth. And I just don't feel like people even be doing that. Right. At least, well, I've never been... Showered. Not with material items, but certainly affection. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. But I, I'll try it. <laughs> I'll try it. Um, but and even in trying it, you would be willing to get them gifts too. I don't know about showering, though. Oh, but, absolutely. Yeah. I would give gifts. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, so another myth when dating is that external matters more than internal. Which, I feel like this has been the spell. I feel like, like this is right, but <laughs> I mean, for some people, it's I, how they operate. I think to me, um, I think as people mature mm-hmm. and have more life experience, mm-hmm. I think it this myth less. is dismissed more as you get older. I think yeah. for a good amount of people, not all, but I do think as people get older, especially after you've experienced some heartbreak, mm-hmm. I do think it becomes more about. Does this person make me feel good? Do right. I feel safe? Do I feel loved? Do I feel appreciated? Mm-hmm. And then it becomes less on the external. Because, like, you know, jokes aside, like, sometimes you will see a couple, you're like, huh. How'd that happen? how did that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, it's because it's, it, it, there's other things, other things matter far more than your physical. And your yeah. physical will deteriorate. Right. And that's like our guest last week alluded to it with the young <laughs> The younger people that she did try to have as clients wanting an Instagram model, wanting all these things, that it's like the clients that she usually gets that are older, they don't care about that ish. Because like you said, it's going to fade. And it may have already started fading depending on how old they are. But you know, like that stuff isn't important at the end of the as important at the end of the day. It is somewhat important because of course you want to be attracted to your partner. But I feel like... That grows sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You grow more attracted to one another. Because that's, I always said, like, a lot of couples, they start to look like one another um, eventually. But, and then, like, going back to what you said earlier about having a type. Everybody, well, I feel like most people don't end up, like, if they end up getting married and stuff, they don't end up with their type. I've heard that a lot where people who are married, and honestly, people who I know who have quite successful marriages thus far have told me, like, I actually didn't even think I would end up with someone like this. Mm-hmm. Or, like, when they first approached me, it was so, like, no. Like, right. they weren't. Right. But they were open, and it just happened. Mm-hmm. So, and something with um, what she told us last week about just trying to have less expectations and mm-hmm. to just make friendships and get to know each other because you never know. Right. I yeah. feel like that's the case in those matters. And I just feel like, ladies and gents, if you're looking to find someone, maybe you need to just take a step back and be like, okay. Let me be a little more open and just see. Yeah. Focus more on the internal, maybe. Right. And just see. Because I always feel like you can't find the person completely unattractive. Like, you right. gotta, you know what <laughs> I mean? But let's say a person for you is okay, mm-hmm. but they have, like, a rocking personality. The okay will turn into cute. Right. Because, like, if they come and speak to you, outside of hello, the only thing you see is their external. Right. So, of course, you're going to judge their external. Right. Right. But once the conversation gets going, I feel like the external matters less and less. I agree. Um, so, yeah, as long as you don't think they look like a bulldog. That's what I'm saying. As long as you don't think they look like they got hit in the face with a sack of nickels, mm-hmm. maybe chat with them for but, a moment. So, one time I did try to talk to somebody I wasn't attracted to, and it didn't ever. I just, okay, so I recently. <laughs> but we only went on two days, and it was just like, yeah, no. Nah. I re- uh, you try. All I'm saying I is... I did. I tried. I think like, you try. Mm-hmm, I can't this, do it. This happened to me... Um, <laughs> Today? I felt bad. <laughs> so here's a mini story. I have a habit, and I'm fixing this, of ghosting. Not good. Not mature. Totally, totally know this. I've gotten much better... I regressed on this one. <laughs> and so I 
kind of just stop being responsive and then, you know, just maybe block. Because, you know, when I'm ghosting you, I don't need you coming back up. So <coughs> I blocked. Mm-hmm. And I got a text <laughs> from another number. And I just felt bad. I've never had anyone go that far to text. For, so did he have two phones? I don't know. Did, was he using somebody else's phone? Could have been. Know. But I'm going to just say that. I actually did really feel bad about it. Because I was like, that's not like when I ghost, is me avoiding. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not trying to hurt people's feelings, but it does. It can hurt someone's feelings. So yeah. I don't, I never want to do that. Right. I would not want my feelings hurt. And so, lesson learned, I'll never do that again. <laughs> Seriously, I will never do that again. But, yeah. <laughs> don't do that. So, but. But the point was, I wasn't all the way into it. I was trying just to be open, but mm-hmm. I just wasn't feeling it so i do feel like when you get to that place you just need to be honest you don't say i'm not feeling it but just there's other ways to nicely let someone know you don't want to see them or anything like that and that's not what i i didn't do that and that was wrong so (laughs) why are you laughing but no because i'm thinking of i'm literally that was wrong i know the situation with me when i did say that i was like not interested I feel like, because I, I think we read them exchange um, on an episode, and it was like, they were like, oh, I really like you, and I was like, I could tell, or something like that. Yeah, you were a little, I was, you need to work on, <laughs> so I need to work on being responsive right. and being an adult and just saying what it is, and you can have a softer edge, because honestly, sweets, that was the most lethal conversation I have ever read. She was just so like, and it was just no, so I'm, oh it was funny I didn't though. know what to say it's like when someone says they miss you and you don't miss them back it's like oh like what do you say so my response something better than what you said i don't know but it sounded a little harsh it just sounded a little harsh and i feel like if i'm saying that <laughs> it was harsh true because i'm a little harsh right so facts, facts, that was facts. a little harsh <laughs> just saying <laughs> Um, so the next one that this article says that women should not propose to men. Um, let me say, look, to each his own, but Shanae ain't proposing nothing but like, you want to get dinner? Like, that's as far as the proposal goes. <laughs> proposing dinner. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you want steak? You want fish? You want to go to the pool? Um, me proposing marriage, um, No. <laughs> But if a woman's like, I'm ready and I want to do that, power to her. Mm-hmm. But that's just one element of me. Nah, I want the guy to propose. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do. Mm-hmm. That's the traditional part of me. I, I don't know. But like, she's not proposing to anyone. Mm-hmm. Not marriage. Okay. Okay, so. <laughs> I, Actually on, um, I think it was, yeah, it was Black Ink Crew Chicago. And then women have the nerve to be doing and getting on one knee. Girl, That's if, you want, if you're going to propose, at least be looking at him in the eye. I, I mean, so, come on. They were having a party at the um, tattoo shop. That don't even look right when the woman is on one knee. She got the dude and the, the guy's like, it don't even look right to me. Just stand. Stand so, and propose. She was about to propose to him and she started going down on her knee. And he like picked her up like uh uh-uh, uh we not <laughs> doing this and they're still not engaged. He did, he said he does plan on marrying her, but now he fe- he was like I feel like now I gotta wait because you didn't propose to me. So like now I have to wait for it to actually be a surprise because you like waiting for it at this point. 
Um, so, but he said he does want to marry her, but he was like, no, it's not happening like that. <laughs> um, so, but they still both, they both wear a ring, but not on the ring finger. So she didn't have to return the ring or whatever. He So he still wears it. Just Maybe like a promise ring. That's what he, I think they said they call it a promise ring. Okay. I've always wanted a promise ring. Remember that song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys, my special lover who's out there, buy me a promise ring, okay? Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> so the next myth is that if chemistry isn't there on the first date, that it won't ever be there. I do think that's a myth. I do think chemistry can grow but i do think you need a spark yeah um it doesn't have to be full-blown energy but or that, something that interests you there has to be some level of intrigue mm-hmm. for it to grow yeah. i don't i i feel like it can't be nothing you can't walk away like eh, at all <laughs> you have to walk away like i'm intrigued mm-hmm. then i feel like that's a foundation for the chemistry to grow i don't think it has to be there immediately right and sometimes what i think is there immediately is more lustful chemistry than the other However, I just feel like that is a myth. It mm-hmm. can certainly grow. I've experienced that. Mm-hmm. But I do think you need to have a level of intrigue. Yeah, so it, it just goes on to say that most people feel like if they don't want to have sex with them after the first date, not necessarily saying that they'll do it, but if the level of chemistry isn't there after the first date, then they feel like they won't go on another date. But that's just sexual chemistry. That's why, like... Right, that's why you said it must be love. But it says, in healthy relationships, chemistry grows even in marriages. And a couple couple has the ability to strengthen their chemistry over time. um, And that it can grow to something stronger and stronger um, as they deal with one another um, for a longer period of time. So, not necessarily true. Um, The next one is that the man should start it all. They should initiate contact. Um, and that they are expected to start conversation at first when seen in public and that they should be the first to ask to go out or the first to ask for a number. I mean, no, we know that's not true. It doesn't have to be that way. I definitely feel like I don't approach guys. Mm -hmm. Something I said I was going to start doing, but I just don't. Mm -hmm. I think it's habit at this point. Mm -hmm. But I certainly feel like you can absolutely... Approach a guy, ask for his number, say, mm-hmm. hey, let's go out. Like, mm-hmm. totally. I've definitely dove in a DM before. I have I've never. got rejected. <laughs> and then they screenshot. I'm like, well. And they screenshot and, like, put it in another group or something like that. And then, like, somebody else in their group told me about it. I was like, well, what was the point of that? But, okay. Like. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? It is, but. And then I mean, the thing is, like, we do that. So then I. But not in a group chat. You do it to like a friend. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like the only time that I turn someone down, I might show you. I don't really... I don't show a group of you. I'll show like one person. Yeah. And then honestly, and I don't typically show when I turn someone down unless their first message was wild. Typically it's like, <laughs> girl, look at this. Like, I showed you when the guy like texted me like, will you marry me? And I didn't even have the number right. to see. Like that kind of stuff. It'll be like, oh, let me screenshot this and show Shanae so, and show Ryan. But that was like, that was the wild situation. Right. Like, so, my friend says, said something, I'm trying to put some jam in your hot biscuit. Uh, I don't See, like jam the, in my biscuit. First so of all, that's I like the, butter. That's the stuff you show <laughs> to your friends. Because it's like, who says that? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Right, right. But yeah, he didn't do all that. I've yeah. never been in someone's DMs. Yeah, because what happened was like I slid in his DMs and he was like, 
only if you're here for like he said something sexual he was like the only reason you need to be here is for this if not then basically and i was like all right peace and like i put the peace emoji and everything and that was literally the extent of the conversation oh well, that's not to be embarrassed about he screenshot and showed other people i'm just like bet <laughs> i don't feel like that's nothing i, I mean he said the only reason to the, the, he was like, nah, ain't what I was looking for. So right. Whatever. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so what? He screenshot it. <laughs> Not like he was like pouring your heart out. Anyway. Right. I've never done it. I said I was going to do it more, but like, I just don't. Mm-hmm. I could be missing out. Yeah, let's try it this year. Sliding somebody DM. Either sliding in a DM or if we're out approaching a guy first. What do you even say? Well, see, I always said I was going to try this. I was going to try to send a guy a drink one day. Or send oh. him wings. Drink. Oh. A drink. <laughs> you, you starting off doing too much. <laughs> send him wings. 10.99 wings. You're going to send him a $4 beer. What you mean? You're already doing too much. But I did say, I was like, I want to try it one day. I want to see how the guy reacts. Like, oh, so then he'd be like, oh, you had a drink for that young lady right there. Right. Right, yeah. so I want to try that. it. You yeah. should try that. <laughs> we should try it this weekend. Oh, Jesus. If we go. <laughs> that's your challenge. Uh, Can we do it like another time? Maybe your challenge is doing that and mine's going to be to talk to someone. You going to talk to somebody this weekend? If Back. We, game we, on. <laughs> nope. Too late. Game on. <laughs> if you, you took buy, too long. If you buy someone a drink <laughs> and send it to them. So I got to do mine first. We gotta do it that night. Okay, both of us have to do it that night, but it doesn't have to be one of us before the other. I would prefer it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Bet. Game on. We doing it this weekend. I would prefer. Nah. Nah. It would be that way. Nah. Sure. I'll approach it and be like, hey, I have a podcast. That no. Counts. No. That counts. No, that does not count. That counts. No. Mm-mm. You should be like, you go up to him and be like, hey, you wanna dance? Oh, hun. <laughs> no. What? I'm not doing that. Well. I'll figure out my approach, but it ain't going to be that. It's not going to be that. Okay. Game on. We'll let Whatever. you guys know how Whatever. She's not doing it. No, I'm going to do it. I thought I was dead serious. You're doing it. We'll see. Bruh, how you going to come up with a bet for me and then you not down to do? I just <laughs> move on. Because now you get on my nerves. <coughs> all right so the next myth is that women are too picky um and so then it goes mm-hmm. on to talk about that we are allowed to have preferences and there's nothing wrong with having preferences but um the problem comes with when your preferences are unrealistic like he has to have this he has to have all of this like and there's no never going to be anyone that matches all of that or that it's only going to be a couple people in the world that match that so it's saying that there's you are allowed to have preferences. It's basically the dispel of the myth. I mean, I've been told I'm too picky, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think I am. Mm-hmm. But people can have their opinion. I think, I think it kind of goes back to that external internal. It needs to. It, to me, it depends on what you're picking on. If you're yeah. picking on external, mm-hmm. that could be a potential problem. Yeah. Um, just because like some of that more superficial stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Everyone's not perfect. That can be hard to attain. To attain. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It needs to be this, this tall, this way, this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think being picky on internal is absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. On the the important stuff, mm-hmm. yeah, you you do like your core values. Your core values, mm-hmm. how you want to be loved, mm-hmm. communicated with. Mm-hmm. You need somebody who can respond to that and yeah. respond well. So I don't think, you know, I will say, you know, be more be more lax on some of the external things, mm-hmm. but definitely have your preferences for internal things that sustain a relationship. You should absolutely, uh, quote unquote be picky. So yeah. that's just my two cents. Cause that's like, um, this last week on married at first sight, they're still on the honeymoon, but, um, one of the couples, the guy, he's Catholic and the girl, she's not religious at all. She says she's spiritual. But in their interviews and throughout the process that's, like, really long, the guy said that he didn't care if the girl was too religious um, as long as she believed in something, which the woman does. And now he got a problem. But now he got a problem with it. Um, but he's like, I'm willing to try to work on work through it. But he was like, I realized that he said if he would have went on a date with her, you know, outside of the situation, she would have said that, that he would have never asked her out on a second date. So that's more important than when you let on. Yep, yep, yep. So when it's situations like that, I think it is good to, you know, stay strong on that standard. That's what you really want, especially if you plan on having a family and things like that. Stick to that preference. I agree. Stick to that standard. I agree. Because now they married and they got to figure it out. I agree. I just think it's easier in the long run. I think that's why sometimes having certain conversations a little bit earlier is helpful. Maybe Mm -hmm. not necessarily about the kids for like our age, but religion certainly mm-hmm. or you know even even if you feel like you would move yeah oh yeah if you did it with someone who's like they feel like they study i mean i just feel like those are things you talk about and then if and i feel like if a person isn't cool with it you respect it because you mm-hmm. can understand i just feel like if things have to end it can end in a more peaceful place and yeah. not like being like hostile because i mean i feel like some of my early conversations always involve, like, how many kids do you want? Especially if they already have kids. Because I'm aware that they may not want more. Right. Or they may only want, you know, one more. So, it's like, I need to have that conversation with you. Because I would prefer to have at least one. At the very minimum. So, it's like, it's good to have those conversations. Because if they don't want... Because there was another podcast, DRO. It was this guy. He has two kids. And he was on Tinder and stuff like that. He said he was having trouble because he doesn't want any more kids. And he also doesn't want to date a woman that has kids. That's a lot. To be right. <laughs> right. So he said that he was having trouble dating because it was hard to find women that don't have kids and don't want kids. Um, but, I mean, he did find someone and they've been dating for about six months. And she genuinely said she doesn't want kids. So it may have worked out for him. But that's a hard standard to stay up to if... You like, well, I already got my two. Because he said his reasoning was he already has his two and he can't afford another one, basically. That was his Respect. Reason. Right. But then it will maybe be tougher. Yeah. And if that's important, then you stick it out. Mm-hmm. I know for me, if I, I don't really, I personally don't want to date anyone with children. Mm-hmm. So for me, like, if you have a kid, I'm not interested. Maybe, maybe with time that'll be relaxed. But for mm-hmm. me right now, that's a no. And I stick to it. Mm. I always say I want three or five, and that's inclusive of any kids you already got. Because I am aware of the financial, you know, strain. So it's like, if I want three and you already got one, that means we only have two. Like, that's that's what that means right there. Because, I mean, <clears throat> in the long term, they would that child would be a part of the family. Like, I'm not ignorant to that thought. 
Um, so I acknowledge that, yes, I would be their stepmom. So essentially they would be a kid. Like that's our, one of our family members. Right. So I include that in the count. So it's, but just know if you got three, which I've actually never dated anybody with three, but <laughs> we going to have at least one or two more. Like that's just. What it's going to be for me. But I don't think I even know nobody with three kids that's not married. Well, I mean, honestly, people are having um, less children these days just because of the financial burden. Yeah, yeah. Because um, people aren't having, you know, big families like they used to. Like my father's and his nine siblings. Like, yeah. that just does not really happen these days. I know. Just cause of I that. don't even know how they did it back then. That's why, you know, the posts that you see be like, these are not the bills that our parents paid. Absolutely not. Not all them kids. How he was having, like, 10, 11 kids. Like, I mean, he they, they they were a party of 12. <laughs> including my grandparents. The bills, my okay? Home. A party of 12. <laughs> and so, no. No. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, my grandmother, she has five. Yeah. yeah. You know, my mother's side, they have four. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like there's certain important topics that if that's important to you and I feel like you discover these as you get older once yeah. again yeah. and especially when you figure out um, how you want your life how you ideally want your life to go because it can change but mm-hmm. you're thinking about marriage or children or just like long term yeah some of that time stuff is important religion is important mm-hmm. finance is important mm-hmm. where you want to live is important yeah. you gotta have these conversations yeah, yeah. and future plans and future like plans all of that like you, you don't want to you know if you're someone who's steady you're not gonna want to date a person you want to move every five years to a different state right. that you wouldn't like that right. you know what I mean so right. you have to have these conversations and mm-hmm. I don't think there's nothing wrong and I think the way to do it is, it's the ease of the conversation. So yeah. it seems like an interview. What do you want to do? What do you want? You know what I mean? And it's to also ease. acknowledge that, like, acknowledge the things that you would want to change for people. Because it's like, well, yeah, I would move, but if I found a relationship here, then I'm fine with staying here for the rest of my life. Like stuff like that. Right. You do got to figure out what are things that you're willing. that you can compromise on. Yeah. yeah. Um. What are the things that you know you cannot budge on? Mm-hmm. And then you have things that, you know what? Let's talk about it. Let's find we'll figure it out. mutual ground. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's important. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to get it 100% your way. And I feel like oh, yeah. if you have that mindset, you're going to be single for the rest of your life. Because, <laughs> right. I mean, no one is going to be 100% literally creative for it. It's like we're not picking people off a list. It's okay. not The Sims. We're not building a mate. Right. Um, if we could, we probably all would. But mm-hmm. that's just not how it works. Right, right, right. Um, so the next one is that the man should pay for all of the dates and eventually all of the bills. Now, <laughs> I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. I think it's a relationship, a partnership. You know, you should contribute as well. Mm-hmm. Both partners should contribute. The percentage of contributing, that's up to the couple, if you ask me. Well, yeah, yeah. And but I do up think... to their salaries and things like that. Because I, like, I never thought it was necessarily fair to have one person paying for all of it if another person makes significantly more. Like, I think it should all be um, a ratio to your salary. I know, but then we have guests on the show who's like, so what? I know. So I just feel like it really <laughs> depends. I feel like everyone should contribute, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. Now the percentage on how you contribute, that's truly up to the couple. Like for me, um, I don't think you should pay for everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with doing 50-50. Right. 
But then if it's a case where he makes more than me and it's 60-40 or I make more than him and it's 60-40 or what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever, we'll figure it out. Right. But I, I don't believe that, I don't feel like it's okay for me not to contribute. We'll put it that Same. way. Same. I wouldn't The only way I would feel comfortable not contributing is if I'm literally a stay-at-home mom. Right, if I literally And I don't work. see myself doing that if the kids are in school. Like, I understand when people do it when they have, like, two really young kids not in school because it's probably cheaper for you to stay at home than to pay for daycare. But right, when they go to school, I'm going to go back to work. Right, because I'm not sitting in the house all so day. So I would, I would be bored. I'm not mopping every day. I'm not doing that. Who's <laughs> doing laundry every day? I'm not doing that. Same. Right, right. So yeah, I would definitely, it would feel wrong for me not to contribute. I mean, y'all heard some of how I feel when you're dating. I don't think the guy always has to pay. Mm-hmm. But like for me, who don't want stuff to be paid for? Like, <laughs> look, call me what you want. Mm-hmm. Who don't want to not use their own money? Period. Period. I'm talking about if your date doing it, your father paid for it, somebody else is paying for it. I like it. You can judge if you want. Who mm-hmm. likes spending their own money? Not me. Don't mean I won't. Right. I will spend my own money. I do spend my own money. Mm-hmm. And I will always pay my... You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. not what I'm saying. But like, if someone's going to offer to pay something for me, thanks. Period. I don't care. But I get that. But I think for me, like, after them offering to pay, like, two or three times in a row, I'm like, I know I got it this time. Because I don't want them to think that I'm always just relying on them paying. I want them to know that, like, I'm willing to pay. Don't offer. I, I'll offer. Or I'll, like, if no, they... No, I'm talking about to- the dude. I'm talking about the... I'm saying, yeah. like, you're doing it because you don't want them to think. But if they're continually offering, it's like... But I want to offer too, is what I'm saying. Like, even if they're still offering, I'm going to be like, no, let me have it. Okay. Or, and if they are adamant about not doing that, I'll sneak. I've done this before. Like, they go to the bathroom and I'll sneak and pay. I'm not going through the effort. If they're that adamant on not, then, or me not paying, what's up? I mean, what, I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you to spend my own money. I'm just not. If it's that deep, pay. Do you know what I mean? I have no problem paying for a date. Like, I've done it. Like, I have no problem treating. That's not it. Mm -hmm. But I'm not about to sneak because you're so like, I really want to pay for it. Cool. (laughs) Then do what you do. I'm not sneaking and paying a bill. We're not doing this. You know what I mean? Unless it's like your birthday. Mm -hmm. And honestly, you should know, like, I'm I'm not, I wouldn't allow you to pay for yourself. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, like, I'm not sneaking. If I say I'm going to pay, no, 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 I'm going to pay. No, 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 fine. (laughs) And I do that with Sydney. Mm -hmm. Do I not? Mm -hmm. I'll say yes or no, or (laughs) I'm going to get it or no. Because I hate that game. But you force me to take money all the time. I do. <laughs> She'll be like, you'd be like, yes or no. And I'd be like, no. You're like, I'm already cash apping you. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, but because, I no. Okay, because <laughs> Sydney will be like, she'll drive. And I'd be like, well, you want gas money? How much you want? Mm-hmm. Everyone's car is different. So yeah. when I ask, that's not me being cheap. Right. That's me wanting to know what is an appropriate amount right. for your vehicle, right. your tank price. That is what I was seeing. Right. That's why I asked that to people. She go, I mean, whatever is fine. No, no, it's not. Because if I cash up you a dollar and we go all the way to Pennsylvania, that is not sufficient. So I get annoyed. So I'd be like, well, how about 20? How much? Is t-? You know what I mean? Like, and I'm trying to figure out how much money to give her that's appropriate. That's annoying. Just say how much it is and I'll send it. Or even if we're going through a drafter and I'm like, do you want something? Well, come on. Do you want something? Well, yeah. Let me 
get the mozzarella. Thank you. <laughs> She'll have a small mozzarella. Do you know what I mean? Like, we don't have to go through this. I don't, if I offer it, take it. Because I'm not the person going to say, come on, come on. I'm be like, bet. That's just like if I'm sharing food on my plate. Especially if I'm sharing food on my plate. <laughs> You got it one time, and I'm taking my offer back. And I, you every want time somebody some? offers me food, I'm like, I'll eat whatever you don't. I'm not doing that. You want some? <laughs> now, do you want some? Not no. Oh, I'll eat what you don't eat. I'm going to eat all of it. <laughs> so do you want some or so not? So then I'll be like, nah, if you're going to eat it all, then no. Nah. That's dumb. <laughs> it gets on my nerves. And she the only one who do that. Anyone else like, oh, do you want some? Yup. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Go ahead, sis. I mean, this is the dumbest thing ever. It's I've so, always been like that since I was little. Because so people annoying. used to tell me, and like when I was like ten or something, they'd be like, "Oh, when you start dating, you had to get out of that." And I never got out of it. Here I am, twenty six, and still doing it. It's not a big deal. First of all, I eat. I know some guys hate this. It makes me think of one in particular who really hated when I didn't ask before eating off his plate. Um. <laughs> I don't see the big deal, especially if we're like if we're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Your food is my food, <laughs> okay? And mine's is yours. Mm-hmm. I'm fair. Like if I'm like putting my fork in your plate, you do it to mine. Oh well, yeah. If I'm you in a relationship, I, mean? I usually make sure that we don't order the same thing. Right, <laughs> because what's the it's point of that? Right. You Unless it's mean? like literally that's the only thing I wanted on the menu. Then it's right. Like, oh. But I dated someone who like really hated it. Mm-hmm. So you have to like you have to ask, or he be like. You be ready to cut your hair off. <laughs> I do that sometimes to tease people because I know it bothers them. I be well, like, oh, let me get doing. a fry. Huh? Hmm. What'd I you say? That. Like you do it on purpose? To, yeah, guys I'm dating because I know it bothers them. Like I guys I that don't want to eat it. Guys, because you know, a lot of guys, they be like, why do women always steal our food? If they're like one of those, I'm like <coughs> intentionally like, oh, I'm going to steal your fries. Like, my thought is, why? You can eat off my plate too. <laughs> I feel like when I was in a like relation, well, shucks, we're still like that. <sighs> Where I eat off his plate, eat off mine. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, you know, I. The only time it irritates me is like, can I bite it first? Oh well, yeah, you have to allow them. Can like, I at least? They gotta have three bites and then you can. Why well, saying all that? <laughs> but I literally can I. Can I remember one time I had a half a sandwich, and before I could even. Like, I was leaning over. It was already bitten on the other side. I was like, come on! Let me literally get a bite of my sandwich before you take a bite. Please! And my thought is, just take the other half. <laughs> right! You can literally take Maybe the other half. Maybe he wanted you to have a whole other half in case you wanted to take it home for later. No! My thing was, in, in that case in particular, we literally ate the sandwich. Like, it was just, honestly, really disgusting. Like, think about, like, the backwash of that. Like, just take half because you kept eating the Y'all half. Y'all you did, like, a lady in the tramp. but what Yes, it was stupid. When you, I could have one half and you could have just had one half of the sandwich. It's dumb. Maybe he was trying to be cute. It's not cute. I was hungry. It's not cute when you're hungry. Okay? It's not cute when you're hungry. Just saying. Um, so the last myth is that a positive mindset about dating won't change anything. And so they're saying that the fact is actually a positive mindset does make for a better dating experience and makes you more likely to find a mate. I agree. I think a positive 
mindset, and life period. Agreed. Excuse me. Can help you be more successful. Right. So I think being trying to have good energy and put out good energy, I think that's that's helpful. Yeah. It's not always easy to be in that place. Right. But I know I try to do my due diligence mm-hmm. to stay in that place. Right. And it doesn't hurt none. No, no, it doesn't. To be positive or to try to find joy in any situation. Mm-hmm. It hurts. It doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. And I do think having a... Speaking things that in the atmosphere, positive oh, yeah. things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you will get that job. You will get that raise. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. will find a mate. Yeah. Just, I just think that's all good stuff. That's, and I feel like when we went speed dating, because I would never date any of them. But when we went speed dating, that's just what I tried to do in each conversation. Like, I'm just going to be as positive as possible and nice and like, right, and just, just have your for what it was. None of y'all cute. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I still would love to do like a black professional. Gonna, yeah. Speed dating. Yeah. Would y'all come to that, y'all? Because y'all have to come for us to do it now. Right, right. That's effort. We had to take um, RSVPs and had the equal number of right. people. Right. But I think that'd be really cute. Like, mm-hmm. maybe we should try doing it for Valentine's Day. Okay. We and maybe that. we could, uh, that's an offline conversation. I knew I already know My mind is sticking. Yeah. And I feel like that's dope. That'll work. So, guys. That's actually perfect because two, two. Huh? Yep. What? That's So, that I feel to. like. <laughs> We're thinking of something, <laughs> and hopefully we'll have something. Let me text them right now. We're about to get this ball rolling. Hopefully we'll have something, <laughs> Valentine's mm-hmm. 2019, yeah. that we could talk about. But that's this little business mm-hmm. that we're trying to business that we're trying to develop. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, those are dating myths. Yeah. Any other ones? No, that's all that were on the list. I can't. Th- I feel like they covered. I think they covered a good amount. Yeah, yeah. I, can't I think the thing is about myths is the reason they're myths. The reason they not factual is just because like you can't really make assumptions. Yeah, and I think that's what it is. Everyone is so different, and we're changing. And it's like some of these are true in certain situations, right? There's so many think... like nuances that it's just like go into things with an open, positive mind and realizing that. It's going to be different with every person. It's such a gray area, which I don't like. But mm. dating alone, to me, is like a big gray area until you get to a place where you're in a defined place. Mm-hmm. Dating, to me, is a gray area. Yeah. Just trying to, like, feel your way out. Do I like her? Do I not? Do I mm. like her? Do I, you know what I mean? Like, can we be something? Can we not? Right. You can just, like, but it's like around free, until you catch the wave. But also, like we said before, be mindful of your standards. So it's like, be free, make connections. But don't let them standards go by the wayside. Right. It's like I mean, a balance. And, and your intent. Yeah. Because we always talk about this. But just even when you're in a dating, it's fine to have, to lower your expectations and try to be open and to meet people. But if your intent is long-term dating, if your intent is casual, you do keep that on your mind. As you connect with people and you mm-hmm. begin, you, you start with that. Right. I think it just helps minimize foolishness yeah if agree. you're on the same page and i think when you're dating and even in a relationship you check in are mm-hmm. we cool yeah do yeah. we still like this mm-hmm. do we still like this arrangement i mm-hmm. think you should do that when you're dating i was gonna say you should do that i think you should life. do it when you're married yeah with friends boyfriends you check in like mm-hmm. we cool are we good and then we'll talk about <laughs> i just think those are important yeah i agree 
So guys, let us know if you have any other myths that you think should be um, dispelled or that you've dispelled in dating and let us know so we can discuss. Um, <clears throat> don't forget y'all, RSVP for our event. You got anybody call out this week? Because uh, <laughs> it was a fact, I just want to tell you. I know, but People next week I will. Like, I'm about to RSVP. I was like, oh. But next week I will because I haven't been paying attention. But I am going to start looking, mm-hmm. uh, looking on that followers list. Right. Uh, people who engage with us, who are local, who engage us on the regular. Yeah. I will be ready to shout you out on the next episode, <laughs> saying, "Why haven't you RSVP? <laughs> um, come out! It's different from our first year anniversary. Yeah, you know yeah. we'll have a live show. We want to open dialogue mm-hmm. um, and have this conversation. There'll be music." There'll be some bites, mm-hmm. sip a little something. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some new sponsors this year. Yep, giveaways. We have um, some extra giveaways that mm-hmm. will be disclosed later as mm-hmm. we get closer. So you don't want to miss it. We also have some other things in the pipeline. Yeah, yeah. Partnering with other organizations. We are working right now, guys. Yeah, yeah. We are really trying to give you guys more content, more opportunity. We working. Yes, we grinding out here. It's grind season. <laughs> and on that note, thank you for listening to another episode of the Girl Behaving Badly. We bring you the good and the bad of every week. <laughs>